Welcome to Little Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. Magnify the good. That's a lesson I learned from Larry Petrus. I met Larry when he volunteered at the Westside Catholic Center. Larry saw the good in everybody. The men walked in with the labels people gave them, bum, loser, ex-con, alcoholic, until they met Larry and discovered the labels were all wrong. Few people who walked in the door made a good impression. They led with their anger. They mumbled requests for money. They smelled of last night's wine. They wore clothes that hadn't been washed in weeks. Larry Petrus was 76 when I met him. He didn't see any of that when he volunteered at the Cleveland Agency on Tuesday and Thursday mornings. Larry didn't have 20-20 vision when it came to the poor. He didn't see the grime, the failure, the shame. He slid a pair of bifocals over sea-gray eyes, and there he was, face-to-face with God's own sons and daughters. He told me, I go from what God thinks of them. God does not regret any of his creations. When Larry started volunteering more than 10 years before I met him, he sorted clothes. Then one day someone asked for help writing a resume. Pretty soon, everyone was asking Larry to write them up. They started calling him the resume man. They even hung up a sign urging people to see Larry if they needed a resume. Larry said, the resume is like a can label. It tells a person what they are, what they got inside of them, what they have to offer. The man with the baby fine white hair and black eyebrows that hung like thick question marks didn't sit down to collect a history of jobs held and dates worked. He dug deeper, asking, What did you accomplish there? What are your dreams, your hopes, your hobbies? There's always something hidden in their lives no one has ever asked, he told me. Larry never delved into why or how they ended up poor. Society makes them feel guilty enough, he said. He listened as reverently as a priest to anything they felt the need to confess and offered absolution in every hug. Larry leaned in and rested his elbows on faded blue jeans to whisper about the woman who'd been drinking since she was a child, but is now married and sober. You wouldn't believe the stories, he said. The life of prostitution, incest, beatings. You see them with black eyes and broken jaws. Larry never gave up on anybody. As long as they're alive, there's always hope, he believed. He told each of them what a good person they were, told them to be who God thinks they are. He collected the pieces of themselves that they had lost. One man who was 45, had held only menial jobs, cleaning the Cleveland Indians' ball field, working as a dishwasher and a busboy. Larry found out the man had attended college and wanted to be a teacher. Larry typed under personal objective, I would like to continue college work and pursue a teaching career. Larry discovered one man had volunteered at a hunger center, so that went on the resume. Another man worked for a cleaning outfit and supervised 10 employees. Larry taught him to say, I was responsible for, not just, I worked for. Larry didn't merely write down that someone was a punch press operator. He mentioned the man did 500 parts per hour, that the press weighed 600 tons, that he worked 12-hour shifts. All these skills, Larry said, excited over each bit of gold he mined in every prospect. A retired salesman for a nut and bolt company, Larry typed up his notes at home, ran off copies of the resumes, and presented them in a nice folder. And when he finished, his paycheck was the look on a face that said, wow, 
I really am something. I do have something to offer. Larry said, I get them to dream of what they can be, to not just be satisfied with where they are. I try to leave them with hope, and it's free. Larry found the hidden worth in every lost soul who walked in the door because he trained himself to see it. When you look for the good in everyone, you not only find the good, you magnify it. He reminded me of that line in the Bible, that response Mary gave when she learned she was pregnant. My soul doth magnify the Lord, Mary said. My soul has a bad habit of magnifying what isn't so good and godly. Too often I focus my inner magnifying glass on the nasty comment some stranger made, and it grows. Or I put it on the past, on a teacher who made fun of me in third grade, on friends who disappointed me in high school, and the wounds grow deeper. Or I put it on the future, and the endless stream of fear, anxiety, and worry expands into a river that sweeps me away. What would it mean to have your soul really magnify God? If you saw the good in everyone, the God in everyone, like Larry does. It would mean that every minute of every day, you walked around with a special magnifying glass. In everything you traded on, you saw God. Imagine seeing God in your boss, in the woman in the next cubicle, in the driver in front of you on the freeway, in the neighbor who doesn't mow his lawn, in the loud guy in the subway selling candy bars. Imagine seeing only the good in your spouse, in the husband who snores too loudly and doesn't put down the toilet seat, in the wife who nags too often and never stops talking long enough to listen. Imagine seeing only good in your children, in the toddler who throws a tantrum in the cookie aisle, in the 10-year-old who refuses to clean her room, in the teenager who wrecks the car he never asked to borrow. Imagine seeing God in the cancer verdict you just got, or in the layoff notice, or in the pregnancy test that came back positive or negative. What if you focused your magnifying glass on the good in everything that looks and feels dead in your life, in the marriage you want to give up on, in the job that bores you, in the family that frustrates you, in the person in the mirror? Whatever I see through that magnifying glass grows bigger. It's up to me and to you to decide where to aim the magnifying glass. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I'm so grateful you joined me and hope you keep coming back. You can subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, please give me a rating and a review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. While you're there, sign up for weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks again for listening. Now go make something possible.